This is the Deep End with Nebraska diver Reagan Hinzig and Nebraska swimmer Madison Ronquilio on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the deep end. Things are a little different this time. We have the deep end now scheduled for Sundays at this 11 to 12 o'clock slot. Uh, so if you're used to hearing them on Monday nights, it's actually going to be changed over. These guys will be here for Sundays now. So we got Reagan Hinsey uh, and Madison Ronquilio right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Um, and guys, it's been a while since we've last seen each other. What, what's all been on your plate? Oh, man. Um, tests, quizzes. Practice? <laughs> Practice, yes. We had our first week of, like, full schedule doubles. How'd that go? Crazy. Um, It went well. Like, I'd say, like, it was pretty cool. Well, okay. It was nice to be able to go back into groups. So, usually, in the beginning of the season, we do our conditioning. So, it's, like, pretty general practices. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of stuff that you don't normally do during the year. So, for me, that's a lot of freestyle aerobic. Which gotcha. is not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, but we got through it, and now we're back into groups, and I'm back to doing backstroke every day. Yeah. So oh, I'll take it. We had our inner squad meet. Oh yeah. How'd that go? Um, it went okay. I swam. Oh, did you actually? She I did. had to swim, and Ron dove. I dove. How'd you guys do yeah. in switching it up? Was it comfortable switching it up, or were you guys had shaky performances? Um, Ron, I give you a pat on the back because that was hard. <laughs> 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 that was difficult. Well, what did you do? I just did a 50 free. But you. I won. Yep. Yeah. Okay, there you <laughs> go. She won for the cream team. Um, Everybody was saying, I won a 34-22 on, was it short course meters? Yes. Um, Which people were like, that's a very respectable time. But I was looking at the times of like the swimmers going, and they were going like 26s. And I was like, I don't know if that's really respectable, <laughs> but I appreciate you being positive about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was respectable. It was. I walked out of the locker room after, mm-hmm. and uh, Kate's mom was out there, uh-huh. and she was like, Reagan, I think you got a career in swimming ahead of you. And I was like, <laughs> man, I don't have that many fast twitch muscles in my body, so I'd be doing distance, and I really don't want to swim a mile. So, mm. yeah, that's a whole other piece right there. <laughs> okay, but I got to give you props for the diving, because I don't know what it was, but jumping off that board had me so sore the next day, and I only jumped off like five times. Yeah, I'm sorry. That one. Okay. Um, what dice? You did a front one and a half that I you did. just winged. Yes. I told myself last second. I was like, I'm going to land on my head. She practiced during <laughs> practice. She did a flip, just a single front flip in the meet. She goes, I'm going to do a front one and a half and landed on her head. And I was like, ah! <laughs> what are you doing? It was good. But, um, and then in the warm up, uh, cause I was like, Ronk, what's your other dive? And she was like, we have two. And I was like, yeah, do you just want to do like a back lineup or something? And she was like, what is that? And I was like, I'll spot you. So she stood backwards and I like held her back and you just like look at your hands and fall backwards, which is a back lineup. But mm-hmm. I think I think she tweaked her back on one and I felt really bad because I think I caused it. <laughs> no, you didn't cause it. I'm just not flexible enough and I'm <laughs> old. So if I do anything different now, it just things tighten up. But it's okay. We're good. How how uh you doing your actual sport? On the, at the inner squad on the actual side <laughs> <laughs> um i mean it was good it was fun it was very different than what a normal meet is because you know we're usually warming up cooling down in between events but this time we just dry swam everything and i mean it's usually short course yards yeah that too so the times 
don't really I mean like they mean something and like we can kind of tell when times are fast or when they're not but mm-hmm. like for the most part I'm like I don't know like I, I think I, I went 105 on my 100 back I couldn't tell you what that actually <laughs> is so <laughs> it was more for fun season it was a good way to get the team like hyped up for the season and to just like cheer each other on yeah but still have that competitive aspect since we are split up into scarlet versus cream and it ended up being a score of 89 to 91 oh that's pretty close cream team one cream thank team. you yeah cream you, cream you guys are both on the cream team yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um not to toot my own horn but i think me winning the 50 free put us <laughs> just o- put, put us, us over, over the edge, edge. <laughs> was that like towards the end was that the seal it that was the it? second to last event i think mm-hmm. it was it was the swim it was the diver swimming and then it was the last relay and then it was over that's cool so was there like uh like fans there that got to come and watch you guys and everything our academic advisor came <laughs> alvin shout out alvin <laughs> shout out alvin um but yeah no there were a couple other people like i mean like kate's parents and grandparents were there oh and then ellie's family ellie's whole family was there the whole family so that was nice yeah i suppose probably wasn't as human in there at least no no it was so it was nice um how long was that whole thing then oh it was like mm. an hour and 15 minutes like the from start to finish but like we had to be there at i had to be there at 2 30 for warm-up but mm. yeah and like we did a whole hour-long warm-up beforehand so it was just like a regular practice yeah yeah. Okay. So, and then mm-hmm. remind me. So, when do you? When's your first real big meet again? Our first big meet or our first meet? Well, we'll go first meet. Then uh, we'll go into the first big one. Friday. Friday. It's already this week. Yeah, I, the seventh. Oh yeah, it's October. It is October. Yeah, I, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get used to that. Um, we're going against South Dakota State mm-hmm. at South Dakota State. Yeah, at least so. that's a short travel, not too bad. Yeah, it's just a day trip, so we'll mm-hmm. leave at like eight ish around there because mm-hmm. uh, our meet starts at four um and then we'll drive there eat warm up compete get back on the bus drive back yeah so it's a long day but a little business trip yeah so what does the uh practice schedule kind of look like when you start getting towards that first meet it doesn't change no really same thing yeah Just keep it steady i mean like the day before we'll do our lists because mm-hmm. usually like leading up to season we'll do mondays and wednesdays are fronts and inwards so fronts are front spinning and then inwards you face backward but you spin forward so they're still front spinning so we do all our front spinning dives on one day and then we do backs and gainers which is our back spinning dives the next day and then we'll do tower but since uh when we have dual meets the day before we'll do what we like to call a round of golf because we have six dives so we'll do three rounds of our list which is 18 so 18 holes and like <laughs> our coach puts on our like on our replay machine he'll score it like golf he'll be like that was a birdie or that was an eagle and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll play a round of golf <laughs> on thursday that'd be a good time yeah are you guys good fun. golfers not even a little bit i can some i can hit the ball like 50 50 chance <laughs> yeah take me to top golf and yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's fun it just uh consistency is key so you just try mm-hmm. to keep the most consistent list possible but mm-hmm. yeah do you guys kind of feel like you're ready for the season to start you guys does the team look good like do you have some confidence in everyone around you at this point that like this team's ready to go mm, i think we're ready to go in the sense that like we haven't competed in so long mm-hmm. that we're curious to know where we are because like the difference between training and racing is so drastic sometimes like you could have an awful week of 
practices and like just not feel good but then have an amazing dual meet at the end or it could be vice versa so i think just getting more experience um yeah is just kind of what we're looking for because like i can like personally i can kind of feel when i'm itching to race yeah when it's been like we've been training for so long and i'm like okay like what's like why am i so tired it's because i haven't raced and like i haven't had like the adrenaline rush or like the feeling of like oh, okay like this is where i'm at yeah this is where i need to go and now i know like what I, what else i can add into my training um can you tell a difference between like meets at home and meets away just from like like personally sitting on a bus for four and a half hours and mm-hmm. then getting off and diving it's really hard to get loose mm-hmm. because i'm just you've just been sitting for four and a half hours doing nothing mm-hmm. so it takes a longer time to get like warmed up and stuff is there like a difference between home and away meets in that sense oh yeah definitely especially the difference between like flying and sitting on a bus because sitting on a bus you can kind of stretch your legs out a little more and you can kind of walk around yeah but then flying you are stuck and just sitting in your seat and so that first uh like session in the water like that first warm-up is always so painful but you can't give it like too much attention because the only goal of that practice is just to loosen up like you said yeah and to like finally warm up and get back to like you feeling like normal so yes i definitely feel it especially when it's like dual meets and like you only have one One warm-up session and you're still not warm by the end of the (laughs) warm-up session yeah and you're like we gotta go now we gotta go compete yep (laughs) yep so there's been a couple times where like my first race of a dual meet is just so bad because i'm not warmed up yeah and like i still feel like tight from sitting around for six hours straight yeah so. i'm not gonna lie i'm very nervous for friday really yeah just not not because it is our first meet of the season but because i do not like south dakota state's boards they're built on like our boards are concrete mm-hmm. or have concrete stands they're built on a frames which mm-hmm. is just like the things you see at like rec pools and stuff yeah and on especially on three meter if you have a-frames they're really likely to shake side to side as well as up and down so they kind of go in a little circle yep and so i know exactly what you're talking about looking at like the pool that we had at hometown yeah it's it's not it's not fun so that's not they can't like they can still use that i feel like that wouldn't be regulation yeah you can still use it it's like you can still compete on it and everything it's just not as stable as like a concrete um platform yeah, I feel like they definitely have an advantage. Yeah. Working on that board, especially if it's wobbly like that. Yeah. Well, we over the summer we train at Woods. Mm-hmm. And last summer the club kids had their qualifying meet for nationals there. And so it was all of the Nebraska's, all of the Colorado's, Iowa's, like Midwest and then California. And <laughs> so everybody came here and the 3 meters at Woods, the A frame on one of the 3 meters fell off during transit. So the three meter is quite literally crooked. Oh. And you still have to compete on it. So Uh-oh. our kids had a massive advantage going into it because they had to practice on that all summer. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like if you're used to nicer facilities and you go to A-frames, it's a, it's definitely an adjustment, which is what you were saying. Like the one warm up is kind of hard to get to the adjustment point by the time the meet starts. Mm-hmm. So. So I do want to ask, what is your guys's routine look like for getting ready for an away meet like do you guys like what do you like to kind of get up and do do you like to you know get up super early eat early and then just kind of stay up or do you like to sleep in just kind of what's that routine getting ready for that meet 
That's a good question. Yeah. I feel like it's different every time depending on what the travel is like. So, like, for this week, since we're driving up straight to the pool and mm-hmm. getting right in, I think the biggest thing for me is timing when I'm eating lunch on um, yes. the bus. Because, like, brec- like, eating breakfast doesn't really have an effect more so as lunch does because it's the meal right before I race. Um, so just making sure, like, that's time to where I eat about two hours before we get into the warm-up pool and then during warm-up i'm like eating like an applesauce or, or like, like a fruit snack yeah just like chewing on something sugary just to have my blood sugar up yeah but other than that in terms of food or or i mean like even when we do uh travel meets where we show up the day before it doesn't really matter until like the next morning's breakfast so like it's always the meal before for me that like matters the most uh kind of piggybacking off of you um my main or my main wow that was a (laughs) sentence my most important thing is like hydration because Mm. um I have very bad migraines and if like one of the main factors of it is dehydration Mm. and I get dehydrated a lot faster in a pool so if I'm not drinking water on that bus I will have a migraine during the meet so it's like I don't want to get up 8,000 times to go to the bathroom on the bus. But then again, I also don't want to not, because when I get migraines, I get tunnel vision Mm -hmm. and I don't want to not be able to see the end of the board during a meet. So (laughs) that'd be important. Maybe just a little bit, just a little (laughs) bit. So yeah, I'd say hydration is my most important aspect. So are you drinking water or are you drinking like drip drop or like something? Um, I'll drink water on the bus Okay. and then I'll drink drip drop or like something electrolytes like after the meet. Mm, okay you guys do those gatorade gummies yeah those work i've never actually not as i don't do them as much anymore but Mm -hmm. they're they do about the same as fruit snacks they're they're quick energy so okay yeah what is is that usually your guys's kind of post-game snacks or what do do you normally eat in between to give yourself energy or energy or even after um mine is like in between events i like to do applesauce and a big jug of unsweet tea (laughs) black tea you'll see her carrying (laughs) especially on like invitationals and stuff you'll see her carrying around a juggle like juggle a juggle a gallon like yeah i remember like a baby i remember us talking about this you didn't get the sponsor yet they're still still working on (laughs) it except nebraska does have a sponsor with them because i did see their logo up like at the football game on the jumbotron so i need to talk to someone (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get working on that um so so you're in the meat snack is applesauce yeah mine usually is the gatorade gummies just because i can portion them out properly so Mm -hmm. like on longer meats i'll have two because they come in a pack of six yeah so i'll have two um every other dive okay so i'll have like two every two dives Mm. that doesn't get stuck in your teeth not really i mean i'm drinking like eight gallons of water during meets so oh i have okay. to go to the bathroom literally before every dive and i'm like <laughs> i just went to the bathroom <laughs> but not again uh caitlin Carnes is what i saying there is Carnes. Yeah. i do that every time caitlin Carnes. <laughs> uh, she asked do you guys drink coffee before you compete i know you don't drink coffee really period mm-hmm. uh so probably more of a reagan um yes and no um it has to be a certain amount of time before, mm-hmm. or I have to mix it with a, like, I have to have my coffee to water ratio on point. <laughs> yeah. Because last year at the Rutgers duel, oh my goodness, my coffee to water ratio, because I drink cold brew, my coffee to water ratio was off and I was 
tweaking on the board. <laughs> like I was shaking. I could not control myself. I could not get balanced. So it either has to be like two and a half hours before I compete, period, or a sip of coffee, a, a, a gulp of water or something like yeah. that. Because it's, uh, it's not going to end well if it doesn't. <laughs> it's a sensitive balance. Yes. <laughs> it's a science at this point. <laughs> Yeah, because you said you got the shakes right now because I haven't been drinking coffee this morning. Uh, yeah, I had a venti cold brew. <laughs> so you gotta get the, she's got the water. If you're watching the live stream, so now she's balancing it out. Uh, because, yeah, the coffee shakes are the worst. I, I do hate the coffee shakes. But, you know, I do it to myself. Can't drink a half pot of coffee. Uh, let's see. Let's get to the text line here. Someone asked, what's your pre-race routine look like? This was a question at a retreat on our family feud. Oh, it was. <laughs> uh, we have Scarlet and Cream team. And for the retreat, the game on Saturday morning was family feud. And so we had like a Google Doc of like name, mother's maiden name, go-to coffee order, what leg you put first on the start block and mm-hmm. hometown. Pre-race, oh, hometown and pre-race ritual. So, yeah. So <laughs> what, what I wrote on mine was that like I like to like wear my parka and put on the hood and then intimidating um, intimidate with like <laughs> yeah. my goggles on so they can't see my eyes um and then i just like to like swing my arms and like have you ever seen videos of swimmers like right before the race and they're like hitting themselves basically like slapping their legs and arms yeah i actually have yes okay so like i have to do that too like i'm slapping my legs slapping my arms and what's that for it blood flow i think i think it's just like a way to like get out like the nerves and you just kind of hit yourself and I think it is blood flow though, and like just kind of shocking your body enough to get some adrenaline pumping. Getting beforehand. ready for the water shock too, maybe. Yeah, I, I got no idea really. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good way to explain it. Um, but yeah, that's my ritual. Um, mine is usually the same for duels and invitationals, but since invitationals are longer, um, there's like more steps. So like duels, I'll just have my headphones on to wear. It's literally all the way up and I can't hear anything anybody is saying. And I turn around because I don't like watching other people compete. Um, And then I'll just like jump around, stretch out, yada, yada, yada. But then at invitationals, I'll have um, my headphones on, can't, don't watch, yada, yada, yada. I'll have my parka on too. But then since it's 45 minutes in between each round, I'll sit for like 20 minutes and then I'll like swing my legs, like you'll see me like run back and forth, like do our arm swings, like dynamic mm-hmm. um, beforehand. And then I'll go over there and talk to my coach and be like, all right, I'm on gain or two and a half. And he'll be like, okay, step and stretch, yada, yada, yada. You got this fist pump. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that being said though, we are getting up to our first break here. Uh, this is the deep end. I'm here with Reagan Madison. I am Harrison and we will be back at 93.7 the ticket after this.